Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Mellars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Hopefully, y'all will join us tonight for our post AEW Dynamite recap. We'll be live there on the Twitch and, of course, goes out to the world after that. Uh, in, in audio form and on the YouTubes as well. Yes. Uh, special Wednesday during the day news episode because last night uh, at the end of NXT, we got sort of, we got a hint of a possible rebrand. Oh, Maybe yeah. some sort of reshuffling. We had a, a shocking title change. Uh-huh. So a bunch of stuff actually happened on NXT is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. And that's yeah. uh, that's sort of an abnormality. It truly uh, is. <laughs> like we were just like last week. We were like, oh yeah, we're gonna put our NXT recaps on Fridays now. Now it's two. Have we Wednesdays. done that yet? No, it's two trade <laughs> Wednesdays. Wednesdays where we've done Wednesday recaps of NXT. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're gonna talk about all things NXT. We're gonna talk about uh, what I the first place I saw this referred to uh, was was fightful brawl out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first play. That was, oh, that's clever. Yeah, I've seen that thing. phrase going around. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Brawl out is good. We're going to talk about uh, uh, somebody related in in perp- around the periphery of the fight having a suspension end and uh, and all that stuff. Uh, but first, of course, it's time to talk about the best time of the year. PWI five hundred. Oh yeah, Arson. heck yeah! Man. This is when Pro Wrestling Illustrated declares, with no doubt. Yeah, no yeah. debate. <laughs> yeah, right. Who the best wrestler in the world is? Fucking Christmas come early, man. Yeah, it's it September. Really oh boy, seems like Santa Claus showed up and gave me the latest PWI five. And, 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 and within the pages of it, uh, head of the table, mm-hmm. it's Roman Reigns tops the list this year. PWI deemed that Roman had the best year of any wrestler mm-hmm. from July first of last year 
June 30th of this year. This is the rest of the top 10, of course. Roman at one. The Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada at two. Phil Brooks, CM Punk at three. Hangman Adam Page at four. Bobby Lashley at five. Steve's favorite wrestler in the entire world, Cody Rhodes at six. Uh, Brian Danielson at seven. At eight, El Hijo del Vikingo. Nine, Big E. And ten, Jonathan Gresham. I have a question. Yes, yeah, we... we <laughs> I have I have a lot of questions. First and foremost, and I've seen I've seen this criticism on on Twitter's ever since this list went up. Where is John Moxley in this top ten? So I guess if you go back to like July of twenty twenty one, like he's had a killer run since he's been back from rehab. Yeah. Uh, but I don't my dude my brain is so smooth these days. Like I don't know. Uh, what he did between July 1st of 2021. So it was November of last year that mm-hmm. he took his leave to to enter rehab, came back in January. Okay. Well, that's not that long. And before the end, so their period is, is July 1st last year, June 30th this year. So he was already, he had won the interim title. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Before, right. before their uh, evaluation period yeah, ended. I that believe. was in May. Yeah, that was in May. So, yeah, well, it was end of June when he won. He beat Tanahashi, so just barely. End of it was June, just barely. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. When he won he'll, the, yeah, he'll he'll make that top ten next year. Oh, I don't without think, a doubt. Know, but he might be he might be sobbing right now because of this. But we can assure you, Jonathan Moxley, Jonathan Good, he'll be in that top ten next year. I doubt he has it. He he gives two shits whether he's on this list or not. There there is not a chance he gives a he single cares. shit. He about cares this. at all. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. Okada, of course, you know he's he's. If he's not the IWGP heavyweight champion, he's in contention for it. Uh, Phil Brooks here, CM Punk at three. Uh, he had the AEW title very briefly in mm-hmm. the span of time. Mm-hmm. His record was pretty solid, so I guess I don't have too much of a quibble of hit with him being in the top ten. Hangman Page, of course, had the title for a good stretch. Uh, Bobby Lashley uh, seemingly always has a championship belt. True. Uh, Cody hasn't won any titles, but... Mm-hmm. He did have mm-hmm. a pretty shocking. Uh, oh, he, maybe he was TNT. He probably was TNT champion. He was TNT champion versus ver, mm-hmm. uh, during the evaluation period. So yeah, right. yeah, right before yeah, right before he uh, Danielson, great as he is, hasn't won any titles mm-hmm. uh, in that span of time. Uh, Vikingo, he's outstanding. Uh, mm-hmm. He is oh, the yeah. current AAA mega champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biggie, uh, we we love Biggie here on Going yeah, in Raw, uh, yeah. and then uh, Jonathan Gresham, of course was Ring of Honor champion uh, for a good stretch of the evaluation period. So so here's the thing to keep in mind about the PWI 500. I, I know they have their criteria, and much of it is based in kayfabe, of course, which is totally fine. It's a, it's a fake sport. you know. I, don't, I say that lovingly. A choreographed um, sport. Yeah, it's a predetermined sport, yes. whatever. Uh, you know, kayfabe is, is an important aspect of it, the universe with which we live in. Mm-hmm. However, I... I presuppose that there is no mathematical formula that PWI could provide us uh, to back up their claims that this is sort of the top 10 of what are you trying to say unlike going in raw which does have a mathematical formula going in raw math is solid all right let's take let's take a quick couple moments here we don't have to do the top 10 here let's do going in raw math for Roman Reigns's yeah. July 1st, 2021 to June 30th, 2022. 
Okay, that's cool. I mean, does that include, uh, let's see here, t July of 2021. How many matches? Let me go to a cage match here. I'm All right, already he on hasn't the had a ton of matches. Up. Roman Reigns. I mean, he you got to figure next year, it seems, I mean, next year is probably still going to be, it's going to be like Mox Reigns, but like Okada, my God, the, the, the year Okada is going to end up having. Dude's won like the G1. He's been champion since January. Uh, he'll probably continue to be champion for quite no, a while. No, he lost, the, he's not champion anymore. Jay White is. Oh, shit. Jay White's champion. Yeah, Wait, Jay he White's not in the top 10. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Jay White's had a great year, too. Yeah, he has. Yeah, that's weird. When did Jay White win it? Dominion? Yeah, that sounds right. He was champion at Forbidden Door. So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because remember, Dominion. Hangman called out Okada. Yeah. Yeah, it was Dominion, yeah. And then they, they did the switcheroo there. Yeah, it's early June. All right, so let's take a look at Roman Reigns' as Mitch's here going back 2021, uh, July. Let's see here. Oh, this is a bunch of house, house show stuff with the bloodline. He didn't really get involved. I want a singles match, universal title. So, okay, you know what, man? In August, after the period began, he beat John Cena. That's pretty huge. That's big kayfabe right there. Yeah. Well, kayfabe uh, right for, for Roman is 10. It's it's a 10k fabe. Uh, remember, he had that one match, that dog shit match. Uh, it was a good match. It's just the end he, when he beat Finn Balor because Balor's uh, the the turnbuckle. Yeah, fell. that was a crap ending, but that was a solid bet. Can, you can't really blame Roman for that. And like the Cena match had a story to it. It was Cena just wanted to roll up Roman. Yeah, it was a three. weird story. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was yeah, it was a weird story. Uh, let the, here we go. In September, he had a triple threat. Because now I'm sort of in the being good territory. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Big E and Bobby. La oh, that was a house show. Sorry, that was a house show. Oh, they did that on Raw. Though. Yeah, they did Reigns that versus Reigns Big E and that. Bobby. Lashley. I mean, Reigns has won every match he's been in. Right. So I'm just trying to remember if these are like decent matches. He beat. Uh, Biggie Survivor Series. Yeah, that was that was I, that was probably a good match, but it was probably you know uh, the Roman Reigns match at Crown Jewel. Was that any good or was that crap? Who did he wrestle? Brock. I'm sorry, Brock. I mean, I don't remember much about it. So the Mania Brock match was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would give that high. Uh, oh, he had that. He had a good series against uh, King Woods. He had that one mm -hmm. match where King Woods technically won the thing. Mm -hmm. But they didn't call it a win for him. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Yeah, Survivor Series uh, against Big E. I mean, predominantly uh, his matches have been story-focused as opposed to... Yeah, he's not like a work-rate guy. They just tell stories there. Yeah. The, hey, his match against Seth Rollins where Seth Rollins beat that him was, was good. good. Yeah, that was that was a really good match. That was uh, good. Was his match at Elimination Chamber against Goldberg any good? Probably not, right? Mm-hmm. Was that one where, like, I don't know, Goldberg, his knee gave out, and we were like, oh, is it actually out? No, that, I was, think against that was against Lashley. Lashley. That was against yeah. Lashley, yeah. But I feel like that's, like, half of Goldberg. All right, let's say in-ring uh, eight. Eight sounds fair, right? I think eight's probably pretty good. Yeah, eight's pretty good. Promo, he's been a great good. promo. Oh, terrific promo. Nine and a half promo. All right. And then uh, his presentation's really solid. I mean, his, his merch shirts are generally pretty garbage, but everything else is top-notch. Uh, he's a great looking guy, great head of hair. He's got the 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 big bloodline theme music mm -hmm. going. He's got, he's that, got like the, the giant render. render that does the ooh-ah. Yeah, he's got that thing. They really doll him up Let's pretty do, well. Uh, nine for presentation, yeah. You know what? Let's do eight and a half for presentation. Right, because the dude right. still just wears like sweatpants when he comes out. I mean, he sh he's probably the envy of everybody in the locker room then for that reason. That's fine, but it doesn't look good. 
uh, or it doesn't look special anyway. People dog, they shit all over Okada for coming out in sweatpants. Well, Roman Reigns does it every single week. All right, so uh, legacy. Um, this whole run that Roman's been on since he came back in 2020 is, is the one that people are going to remember him by. Oh, 100%. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah, so I'll, I'll 10, say 10 legacy. Say 10? All right. Oh, absolutely. This is a huge legacy right now. Are you kidding me? They're like, oh, should we? We want to make sure we want to try to get this title off him, but not to make him look bad in any way. I mean, right, all right. Right now is a good year then. 9.56, yeah. almost a 10. Oh, yeah. Very much yeah, deserving dude. of the number one spot, Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, validated PWI yes. 500. Yes. We're not going to do that for the rest of the list. No, that would uh, take up the whole show. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then some. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. So we got some news on uh, some suspensions coming out of mm. Brawl Out. Brawl Out. The brawl that I followed like the All Out Media Scrum. I like Scrum Gate, but Brawl Out's more clever. Yeah, Brawl Out's pretty good. Brawl is pretty yeah. good. So Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, uh, these, these updates, these first bit of updates come from Fightful Select. Uh, Fightful reported yesterday that those suspended, including CM Punk, A-Steel, Kenny Omega, Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, Pat mm-hmm. Buck, uh, Christopher Daniels. Not one of the Young Bucks. No. Despite his name being a Buck, not a Young Buck. And even though the Young Bucks' last name in... TNA of Generation B was Buck. Buck. No relation. Uh, So all those suspended as of yesterday, quote, don't necessarily know how long their suspensions are going to last. Fifle adds that AEW sources are of the belief that, uh, quote, that will remain the case until all potential legal situations are figured out and the investigation into the situation is complete. Today, however, Fightful had an update on that report stating that Pat Buck will be returning from suspension this week and noted that Pat Buck was credited with playing a pretty significant role in breaking apart the brawl, breaking up I'd brawl be, out. I'd be so bitter if I was Pat Buck. I'd be like, I was suspended, and I was breaking this shit up. All he had to do was ask the MJF and, and the lawyer lady uh, what my role was, and they would have told you. I was breaking it up. Why was I on suspension in the first place? I mean, he got a week off work. Maybe he had special quality time with his family. I don't know. Maybe maybe he didn't say shit. He was like, suspension with pay? Mm. Count me in. Yeah. He was uh, like, I was an instigator. <laughs> oh, they said I wasn't? Dang it. Fine, just one week. Uh, Brian Alvarez 
I had some more info on the latest Wrestling Observer Live saying, and these transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. Quote, everybody involved, including those breaking up the fight, ended up being suspended by AEW. Essentially, they were sent home and no one heard anything. No contact between AEW and anybody that was sent home. They were all just sitting there. No idea what's going on, just sitting. As of today, I don't know everybody who is off suspension, but I believe that everybody who was involved in breaking up the fight is now off suspension. Mm. Uh, I know that Pat Buck is off suspension. Brandon Cutler is off mm. suspension. And I think some other people were called today, and they're off suspension. So right now, to the best of my knowledge, and there may, there may be phone calls being made right now for all I know, I believe that if you were involved in breaking it up, you are off suspension. But if you were actually involved in the fight, you are still on suspension again. Mm -hmm. That's Brian Alvarez on the latest Wrestling Observer Live. So, yeah, it seems like there are angles to this story that are yes. being figured out. And so people are being released from the Phantom Zone. Yeah, and you'd think if that were the case, they would be going through the process of, you know, deciding on what is, like, factually happened. Mm -hmm. and if they could, yeah. they could evaluate that Pat Buck, Cutler... Uh, maybe uh, Daniels. I mean, as far as we know, Daniels is still suspended. So I just put mm -hmm. his name in there because he was there. Yeah. Um, the producers that were there involved in breaking things up. All right, we know they are, are not at fault for whatever happened. Suspension yeah. off. Yeah. Um, now let's dig into the more difficult stuff. Yes. You know, like ah, oh, who BT triggered the door down? Was it a group effort? Did CM Punk indeed bum rush Matt Jackson's head? Mm -hmm. As has been reported, did a mm -hmm. steel really bite a dude? As and did he do it to reported? prevent like a choke holder? He do it for another reason. <laughs> did he do it out of bloodlust? Yes. Did he do it out of uh, some sort of cannibalistic fiend he has? <laughs> a lot of questions here. Yeah, I don't know. That if that's a lot of questions for some of this stuff they're going to be taking. But you know, <laughs> so uh, Miss Park, do you believe that uh, a steel is some sort of cannibal type creature? <laughs> no, he's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> now he's this guy on a fight that maybe he thought he was being choked out by Kenny Omega, and so he bit. You know, he's a guy who watched too much Locked Up Abroad, and uh, he saw an episode where uh, people were biting each other during a prison riot. He thought, okay, I got some chompers. Uh, we make well, light let's, of let's, people's Let's misery. sink our teeth into this, Steve. How about this? Okay. Are we going to get... Yeah, are we going to get NXT black and gold back? It seems like the answer is yes. With the conclusion of yesterday's NXT 2.0 uh, first anniversary, it seems like they said goodbye to NXT 2.0 because the graphic morphed from 2.0 graphic to... Like a Tron graphic. Yeah, yeah, to like not metal, but a black and gold NXT. Yeah. It's well, pretty much the same logo, different color scheme, and they got rid of the 2.0. But there's also... It's white. It's white. So it's yeah. like the background was like black. Uh, it, it had gold trim, yeah. like a gold bevel, if you will. Yeah. But then the main front front facing thing is white. Um, so it does seem like it's some sort of conglomeration, an amalgam, of, if you will, an amalgam, if you will, of uh, current of NXT 2.0 with that ugly, poorly graphically designed NXT. This color vomits what it is. Well, no, I'm talking about the structure of the of the letters. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That not, right not, there, not the general uh, presentation of the program. not the Jackson Pollock shit. Yeah, that there's was just too much. Just but too yeah, much. so they took like the structure of the NXT logo, you know, sans the color vomit, and then they they dooted it up with like some some black, gold, and white. So it seems like maybe it's going to be some sort of you know amalgam, like you said, of of the two. 
Um, I, you know, I had sort of suspected that now would be a great time to do that because NXT UK kids were coming in. I'm sure some people are going to be moving on to main roster. There was a pretty big uh, story beat with Solo Sokoa coming in and taking that North American title off of Carmelo Hayes, which is a wildly great idea. By it the is. Way. Did you notice the, what the shirt Carmelo Hayes was wearing said? Uh, it said next up. Mm-hmm. Ah, what do you suspect that means? I mean, I guess it could be a bit of foreshadowing. What if Carmelo Hayes comes up to the main roster to get his title back from Solo Sokoa? That 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 could be. Maybe he's next up for Braun Breaker. Yeah, for his title as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great questions here. Uh, let's talk about the 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 return to that color scheme, though. Yep. One thing that I, you and I, I think have both have, have agreed on. Although I I would love for NXT to return to sort of spiritually the black and gold brand. I would like to them to move on. You know, man, they had made such great progress for a spell there leading up to Survivor Series 2019 and even prior to that. And whether it was due to them not being able to break through against AEW in the ratings and Vince wasn't happy about that, or if it was due to any number of other factors, Vince McMahon, honestly, Vince McMahon, I feel, didn't give NXT the proper amount of resources to allow them to grow into a third brand properly. Yeah. Um, they never did. And and I wonder, I really wonder if Triple H really has it in his head, along with Shawn Michaels, has it in their heads. Hey, this could be so much more. We let's take this to those and let's let's devote those resources. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people said that the financials of NXT didn't make a lot of sense that they were just dumping money into it. Yeah. And and it was a very costly endeavor. And that's one reason why I felt they they sort of backed off from the global localization thing. Well, they're seemingly going full bore oh, with yeah. that. They oh, seem yeah. to be okay pumping more money into the NXT brand. And it really needs a refresh for it to get that buzz back to where it was. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and I hope that that's sort of the idea here. Because there's been a lot of NXT 2.0 that just has not been very good. Yeah, it hasn't felt terribly consequential. Um, and there was story developments on the episode last night that felt like, oh, this is finally going somewhere. As much as critical as we've been of Joe Gacy, I thought his use last night, uh, putting himself in Cameron Grimes' match, was actually pretty well done. I was like, oh, maybe they're, maybe they're going to take this somewhere. Yeah. Instead, they just had... Grizzled Young Veterans attack Cameron Grimes after the match and Gacy hit Grimes with the finish. But I was like, oh, okay, is, is Gacy going to try to really recruit Cameron Grimes by actively helping him? Actions, and that not would, words. And yes. Hugs, yeah. And, yeah and, and, and add dimension to his character. It doesn't seem that way. But I was given hope for a little bit. Oh, they're going to add layers to this character. Crowd was into it. Yeah. The crowd was, that was the most they've popped for, for Joe Gacy. And mm -hmm. unfortunately for him, the way that they have approached his character uh, the the biggest reaction he gets these days is when the crowd chants "Shut the fuck up" when he's on the microphone, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Yeah, I I dig the performer that, of Joe Gacy. I yeah. really think that he's a good wrestler. He's a solid wrestler, and I think that they have the kernel of a good idea with him being sort of a pseudo Bray Wyatt. They just never have him sort of bite into anything tangible that you give a shit about. Mm -hmm. It's always the same sort of abstract, we're here to change, and you need to change and change this and change that. And then you change one of my favorite acts, Grizzly Young Veterans, into a couple of jackasses. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that was disappointing. Um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think sort of going back a little bit to, to NXT and what it could be, you know, one of the problems with 2.0 is that, the, in my opinion, the ratio of new green talent, which was the point of 2.0, was vastly sort of out of whack with who they had in terms of indie talent that you can sink your teeth with. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams have by far been the best thing about 2.0. Absolutely. And if they move Braun Breaker up to the main roster, Carmelo Hayes is your guy to lead this new iteration of NXT. And then you go out, and this is what I was advocating a couple days ago, you go out and you recruit, you know, uh, uh, from the independent ranks, you poach a little bit from Impact, uh, uh, you maybe poach a little bit of those uh, uh, tier deals from AEW. Willow Nightingale, I don't think, has been signed to a proper deal to AEW. Yeah, not you want to force their hand? Mm-hmm. Offer her a ton of money and see if AEW will match it. Mm-hmm. You know, And if mm-hmm. they won't, because you know how they book the women over there, if they won't match it, Willow Nightingale is a license to print money. A license to print money. Yep, yep. Um, there's a number of things you could do with NXT, and, and I'm anxious to see especially with the North American title going now to the bloodline, mm-hmm. you know, how, how they're going to start incorporating main roster as well, as opposed to just sort of somebody coming down, having a quick thing, going back up. How are they going to incorporate it? A bit yeah. More? Is there going to be more crossover from a, a, a storyline perspective? Because now that solo is North American champion, he's member of bloodline. That's a story in all of WWE. Yeah. So now you're getting NXT and potentially Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes versus the Bloodline. Holy shit, man. I think it's probably more likely that Carmelo gets called up before Braun. That could be. That could that could absolutely be. That could very well be. I mean, because um, Braun still has Tyler Bate and JD mm-hmm, in the title yeah. picture that he would have mm-hmm. to get past. And then, I mean, you could have something as simple as Wesley versus Carmelo, you know, in the near future. Wesley gets the rub from beating Carmelo. Carmelo moves up to the main roster, mm-hmm. you know, based on Melo and Trick uh, attacking Wesley last night. Yeah, and then Carmelo's up to the main roster full time, and he's there. It, you know, his motivation is I want my title back mm-hmm. that you took for me. You were a surprise opponent. I wasn't prepared for you. Yeah, we should have another match, and then he gets the feud with the Bloodline. Um, and then whether he wins that title or not, just keep him on main roster. He's ready. He no, he he's a thousand percent ready. He really is. Um, I just you know you gotta wonder. Okay, yeah, I I don't know, I don't know because whoever becomes over the next three months, whatever they do with that NXT title, I feel is going to sort of inform us as to what direction they're going to go. Is this going to be like the old NXT where you have a Carmelo Hayes type, a guy who's been in the industry for a while before he came to NXT? Is he going to be leading the charge? Is, is it going to be him? Or is it going to be more your Braun Breakers uh, where you're going to have more in you know uh, homegrown guys, mm-hmm. uh, in-house guys, or mm-hmm. I mean, or just a mix of, of both of them? But I do wonder, you know, the lineage, I think the lineage of that NXT title is incredibly important to them. Yeah. And, I mean, Braun mentioned it last night in his interview. Right, exactly. And, uh, and I, I sort of wonder if, I just think that it'll inform us in terms of definitely. What definitely, I can they see that if, if if Braun loses the title to say Tyler Bate, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't be they, shocked because you know that's where they're going to go with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Braun gets called up. All right, it seems like they're kind of going back to 
we're gonna we're gonna have these experienced veteran wrestlers who who develop their brands, whether it be on the indies or in Tyler Bate or JD McDonough's case, really establish the brand on in NXT UK. But of course, I know they're they're in the indies and in the UK before that. Or they can keep the title on Braun, bring up Carmelo mm-hmm. and Trick, mm-hmm. maybe Tyler Bate after he has another title program with Braun or gets through the story with JD, and then really focus on we'll focus on in-house development and then uh you know we we found out last night that oliver carter is getting called up yeah yeah it's the nxt prime um they could be bringing in more people from nxt uk yeah um and and you know a lot of those wrestlers have been or have a lot of experience outside of the nxt wrestlers so amazing wrestlers there coming up and that's why i'm really excited to see nxt get populated with just really good wrestlers because that's where that's where we got before i know know. and you mix it in and and you know i haven't always been i i you know sean michaels obviously i think your favorite wrestler one of my favorite wrestlers and i want to give him the benefit of the doubt and i wonder if a lot of 2.0 was trying to figure out what vince and bruce are sort of looking for that could have been and now I and I, I'm really kind of hoping that they're going to, because there's been so much stuff thrown at the walls. They need to figure out what the identity of this new NXT is, mm-hmm. um, and where they want to go with that. Um, but you know, obviously, if wrestling is sort of the the primary thing, you know, I'm about it. But I do. I also want stories. It's the criticism I levy at AEW. I want stories, and mm-hmm. I want well told stories. In the height of NXT. You had really good stories being told. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, you know, after they got away from that, it became there was that phase. I remember you always levied a lot of criticism at it's like, okay, well, another 25 minute work rate match. And that was a totally valid thing. Like those are matches like, okay, this is really good, but where's variety. the story? Yeah, where's, where's the, story? the story? Where's the where's variety? The story? Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. Because um, at the same time, it was like, all right, this is a great match and it's going 20 minutes and it's awesome. But yeah, where is the story and, and where are the characters? Mm-hmm, yeah, because it seemed yeah. like for a spell in NXT, everybody was just badass who likes to fight. Dude who likes to fight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, let's just go ahead and dive into the anniversary episode of NXT, the episode that they uh, took uh, NXT 2.0 to the to the woodshed. Mm. <laughs> uh Opened up with cage match, steel cage match. This was a lot of Creed fun, Brothers too. versus Pre Dudley. Yeah, this is great because Brute Man. Uh, uh Brut no Julius. Who's who's the, the the stud is Brutus, right? No, Julius. Julius. Who's the guy who's the guy who was uh who was handcuffed? Julius. Julius, right, yeah. yeah. Brutus's brother. He had a great showing. Yeah, he while did his that, brother that, was handcuffed. That, that doomsday cannonball bit before that where Julius was holding up both members of Pretty Deadly on his shoulders, on opposite mm-hmm, yeah. shoulders, on each shoulder. Yeah. And and Brutus hits that cannonball off. That was crazy. They had a, a Brutus kick out of a spilled milk. Of course, he yeah. didn't kick out of a second one, and that's how they eventually got the win. And of course, uh, Damon Kemp was out there, you know, uh, uh, making uh, making his mark on this match as well. Yeah, handcuffing Julius to the cage. Uh, Julius was so focused on trying to literally kick Damon Kemp off the cage, mm-hmm. like he was throwing some punches and stuff. But for the longest time, he was like trying to kick out his feet. Yeah, and didn't yeah. even notice that he got handcuffed to the cage. And yeah, Brutus tried his damnedest to to get the win, but. In the end, he just gets he eats a bunch of shots against the cage, uh, and then pretty deadly hits spilled milk for the second time to get the win. After that, we're backstage. Von Wagner, Wesley, oh, and Joe Champ, yeah. and Joe Gacy are awaiting the results of the vote. Who's going to face Carmelo later? Wesley wins. He's talking about how grateful he is, but you know, winning this vote comes with the responsibility. Now he has to walk out 
as a new North American champion. And so Gacy just looks at him and says, I accept the results of this vote, shakes his hand, Wesley leaves, and Gacy says, it's okay, there's more important work to be done tonight. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, this L doesn't matter. <laughs> like Von Wagner immediately stormed out. Yeah. He was really hoping to win this vote, and I'm like, why would you think that you're going to win this vote? I know. Like, you're, you're nobody you're, likes I you. mean, Von, you probably finished last. <laughs> I'd be shocked if, like, more than Robert Stone gave you a vote. Uh, after that, we had a little NXT 2.0 year in review video. Uh, and then we had a Lash Legend versus Fallon Henley. This match took all of about 45 seconds or it was, so. This it was pretty quick, yeah. Really fast match this was, yeah. Uh, so Henley ducks a pump kick from Lash Legend, hits a wheelbarrow bulldog, follows with a running kick to get the win. Yep. Uh, then we're backstage. Uh, Ulisa Leone walks out of the trainer's room with a knee brace. Uh, trainer has informed her she's going to be out nine months. She's got a D injury. And so Correct. Sangha says, oh, well, let's turn this bad news into something positive. It says to Valentina Ferois, it's your time now. Yeah. And so yeah. then Robert Stone and Vaughn Wagner walk in, and Stone is complaining about how Vaughn should have won the poll. And Vaughn's about to say that it's horseshit, that he didn't win. Mm. And Sangha <laughs> says, watch your language. There's ladies around. Watch your language. So Vaughn steps up to Sangha, and Stone's like, oh, no. Save it. Not right yeah. now. Yeah. Ladies around. Why do I care if there's ladies around? They're horse shit too. <laughs> That's what he was thinking, Von Wagner. Yeah, he was like, save it, Von. Save it. I'm like, Von, you're about to get your ass whooped by Sangha. Sangha's such a good friend, man. I know. He's such a good friend. Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. What do I have to do to become a better friend, a friend like Sangha? What do I have to do, Larson? What could I improve on? Yeah. We've known each other since 1995, been friends probably since around 96 or so. Six, yeah, 96. Mm -hmm. I, don't, yeah, you know, honestly, I can't class. really think of, of, of much of anything. You're a pretty solid oh, friend. Perfect friend. Look at You're that. A good friend. 10 You're out really of 10, good. really? It, my, my being good is 10 in, in terms of a friend? I mean, it's, it's pretty high, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Well, it's, you know, it sounds like a 10. Good, good. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> after that, we had... That's pretty good, yeah. But yeah, good no, score. 10. Yeah, good score. Great score. I dare yeah. say a great score. Okay, okay. Well, you know... Between you know, I, I don't 10, feel like I don't feel like I could be objective enough to to really quantify it though. But it'd You're be like a great the score. most the, the person who's most qualified to say what kind of friend I think is they're like my only friend. <laughs> but like I said, great, great. You're a great friend. Oh, pff, awesome. Love that. We start getting the numbers, and then then that's that. You know, people can get upset about that, and I want to do that. I'm not going to do oh, that. Oh, never, man. I just look at it as opportunity. Just like Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon looking for opportunities backstage, they find toxic attraction. Jensen, horny, focuses on Mandy Rose, says, oh, man, your Instagram posts and your, tit, your wow, titles look wonderful. And she's like, what? Stop looking at these. And she says, in your dreams. And he's like, I've got wet dreams about you all the time. And she's like, hold, you need to relax. Put that thing away, man, because his ball's out. And Fallon's like, look, that's enough, Mandy. You don't tell. And Mandy's like, whoa, Fallon, what I'm surprised I know your name. You don't talk to the champion like that. And then Fallon's like, I'm not. You don't talk to Jensen like that. I don't care how horny he is. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> Fallon's a 10 friend, man. She's like sticking up for her horny friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we get a toxic attraction promo. Mandy says, I'm back from vacation, feeling good, looking even better. Said I was gonna. I said I was gonna unify the titles, and that's what I did. Uh, she took out the two best women in NXT UK history, and when NXT Europe begins, if I want, I'll run that show too. 
uh, JC says, it's fitting that on 2.0's anniversary, the three biggest stars of the brand are here because they are the supergroup of all supergroups. Wow. Gigi says, when you think of NXT, you think of Toxic Attraction. She says, her and JC elevated the tag titles and make them the most important tag titles in the industry. And then JC says, yes, Caden and Katana, they got the tag titles on loan, and they're going to prove to Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley that their Toxic Attraction, that theirs Toxic Attraction up here, mm-hmm. everybody else. So the yeah, Mandy well. says, we said we're the baddest bitches in the room and uh, in the last year, and we've proven it. Gigi and JC are two times, soon to be three-time tag champs. I'm about to be the longest reigning women's champ in NXT history. And if there's one thing the fans should have learned this past year is put some respect on my name. Alba Fire interrupts. Yeah, man. And uh, She says, uh, Mandy, may, you, you may have unified the titles, but you know nothing about where I come from in Scotland. We don't brag on and, and on because we like the sound of our own voice. We let our hard work do the talking for us. And Mandy... When I look at you in your eyes, I see a battle. You see a battle-tested warrior. You see your demise, and most importantly, you see the new NXT Women's Champion. And then she puts her bat to Mandy's throat like Sting, and she hits Gigi and JC with it. Super kicks Mandy, falls with a gory bomb, looks for a swanton. Gigi and JC pull Mandy out of the ring. Man, yeah, all the fire just fucked them up. Man. I would all, not be surprised if she beats attraction. Mandy for that title. I agree with you, man. Man, he needs to go to main roster. I know. Toxic <laughs> like Attraction strange. should all go to main roster. They're basically there already, yeah. Yeah, I know. After that, we had a, a Cora Jade video package. She says she came to NXT to make an impact. She wanted people to think she was the next super, next huge superstar in NXT, but she wasn't seen that way. And it messed with her and cost her her early title matches, but it all clicked during her match with Natalia. Uh, and then she said, I realized that moment I'd stop, start looking out for Cora Jade. Yeah. Everyone loves Roxanne, she says, even though she's proved she's a loser. Loser. Back to me, though. I'm living my best life. I don't need anyone's approval. I don't care what the locker room thinks. And she just goes to talk a bunch of trash about basically everybody in the women's locker room, women's division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, then we get a Wendy Chu interview. I wonder if they're going to have Wendy Chu go back to uh, to Tian Shaw. Why? I don't know. Because like that was a Triple H thing before they went to to two point and yeah. they rebranded her, you know. I still like the idea that it, that it is the same person. Yeah, yeah, that's something that wouldn't that be cool that she could like turn on or something that comes out yeah, of her, right? Like that. Yeah, boy, that'd yeah. be sick. Anyway, so she says Cora's just jealous of Roxanne. She's living in her own world and she's jealous of Roxanne. She's iced everybody out, and then she's interrupted by a lash. She's not very happy about that match and how it went down. She says, well, you're not going to interrupt me in my interview. She said, the last time somebody tried to come after me, she had her lights turned out. Yep. Talk about Tiffany Stratton. Indeed. Earlier in the day, Quincy Elliott arrives at the Performance Center in advance of a match, debut match. Yeah. Quincy Elliott versus Sean Gallagher. This was short. Quincy hits an uppercut and follows with, I believe, Yokozuna's old finish. Man, this was fucking rad. I didn't know what to think about Quincy, like in the in the lead up packages and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know, uh, but the the suit, like the sort of Stardust type suit, mm-hmm. uh, was fucking awesome. His music was fantastic; it fit him so perfectly. Um, little dance he did with the ref afterwards. Yeah, that I was thought good. this that was really. Good. I thought this dude really has it put together in terms of his character in the ring, and he was a lot of fun. 
Like yeah. I thought I, I really I popped hard for this and I popped hard for Seth Rogen later on in his in his oh, debut. Hey, Hank Walker. I thought that shit was great, man. I thought that was really cool. Um, but no, Quincy Elliott, I, I this match was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh and this dude, he does have tons of charisma. He does. Yeah. And it really comes out in the ring. Uh, so, yeah, I, I dug this. I have no idea what his ceiling is or where he's going to go from here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I like this first match. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it showed a lot of promise. And, and the presentation mm-hmm. aspect of it is fantastic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, after that, we had a Cameron Grimes interview. Cameron Grimes. Uh, he says uh, he's got a, a tag match against Tony D'Angelo and Stax. And, and he's asked, who's your partner? He says, this isn't the first time my mouth has gotten me in trouble. And it won't be the last. I told Joe Gacy I didn't need him. So why would I? Why would Tony D'Angelo think I would need them? He says his partner tonight to be the only man he could really trust out there, and that's Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And whether I'm a man up or a man down, I'm the man who's going to the moon. He needs more realistic expectations. Yep. Yep. Because he's not going to the moon, man. Nope. He needs to. He's his flight has been delayed. Yeah. Uh, his rocket he, grounded. <laughs> I'd be shocked if he made it to. Like the lower atmosphere, you know. Yeah, you know. I don't know what the different stratosphere stratospheres they are. They all have names, though. They all have. Na- <laughs> <laughs> I'm headed to the toposphere. Toposphere. Toposphere is one. How my shoulder hurts from Uh-oh. today. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyways, after that, Wesley is warming up in the locker room. Oh man, on site, Mellow and Trick step in. <laughs> He just annihilate this fucker. Yeah. <laughs> they slammed his head in the locker room door, man. That was rough. They did, repeatedly. Yeah, man. Ooh, that was rough. Poor Wesley. He's had a rough year, man. He has. He, yeah, if he, if if the PWI 500 was like how good of a year you've had, it'd be he'd be like 501. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, after that, we had Tony D'Angelo and Stax in handicap match against Cameron Grimes. And, uh, and the crux of this match was, Cameron's having a hell of a time fighting two people. And so Joe Gacy and the grizzled young veterans come to ringside. Gacy gets on the apron in Cameron's corner and people are like, oh man, he's actually going to do something other than hug this guy. And so uh, he's looking to tag in and eventually they end up, they get it. They got the win, but Grimes is like, hey, I don't need you. What are you doing? Because Gacy like hugged him. And uh, and then grizzled young veterans like, all right, fuck you, bro. And then they attack him. Yeah, hit him with a ticket to ride. <laughs> Do they have a new name for that? Finish? As far as I know, it's still called Ticket to Ride. <laughs> and then uh, Gacy follows with the finish, uh, with his finish. And then he tells Grimes, "That was your last chance, man. You know, yeah. like you were about to get your ass handed to you. If you don't want this help, then then you're just, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna beat you up a lot." Yep. Uh, then we got a JD McDonough promo while he's. Get in the shave. It's like the old timey thing where you go yeah, to the barber straight shop razor. Yeah, yeah, right. So he's talking about how like hygiene is of, of, is of paramount importance, and it says I like a lot to wipe about my ass properly, person or something like that. And then the barber accidentally cuts him a little bit. Yeah. And so he brings his hand up to where it's, it's like on his neck, and he mm-hmm. looks at, it and there's blood all over the place. And he says, "Braun, <laughs> you may have thought that you slipped my that I, you may have thought that you slipped my mind, but you're sadly mistaken." This cat and mouse game is going to end soon. He looks at the blood again. This dude is weird. And then we had this Braun Breaker year in review interview. Good Lord. This is like a performance review for Braun Breaker. It really was. so fucking long. Like Vic Joseph. I didn't know he was Braun's manager. <laughs> Set him down. Right, I was like, yeah. all right, so for your first match, uh, how'd you feel? Well, I was scared mm-hmm. and nervous. Of course I was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I came out of college. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And then I came here, dominated, and started breaking everything. So then uh, did you think you were going to your first title shot? Yeah. No, I, yeah, but, I knew but it. I didn't. But I didn't win it. And then I did it later on. Then I lost it, and then I got it back again. Yeah. The first time my family won a WWE singles title. They don't care about WCW. That was my uncle. He won that. Yeah. In the end, he says, I don't my future holds. I'm very much in the present. My job as champ is to uphold the standards set by champs before me. Nobody tells me anything, or maybe they do. I got locked out of my email. Now I can't get in the employee email for WWE. The, the talent app they've got, I locked out. I don't know I'm supposed to go. I Am I supposed to go to main roster? I forgot I don't my know. password. <laughs> Tried five times. They locked me out. <laughs> I tried it five more times. Locked me out for three years. <laughs> the fucking Apple was like, oh, man, my kid just locked my phone for 23 years. Because <laughs> if you keep on trying, it adds like, like exponential time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's nuts. That is crazy. <sighs> Anyways, after that we had a Tyler Bate interview. I fast forward. I did not even know this existed. I oh, fast really? So yeah. he says, uh, "Yeah, Braun's had an incredible first year, but uh, but I'm looking for a rematch." And he says, "A familiar face <clears throat> in J.D. McDonough stands between me and my divine purpose." <laughs> he Jeez. says, "He and J.D. have history, and if J.D. wants to shot the NXT title, he's got to get through me first. Man, NXT, they need more UK guys like Gallus who are just like your normal UK people who just like drink pints and shit, you know? It's like you got Tyler Bate, this fucking Zen guy who talks about his divine purpose. Uh, and then you got that psychopath JD McDonough who uh -huh. likes blood. Yeah. You know, it's a bunch of weirdos coming in, man. At least, you know, with Tyler Bate, for the longest time, he was just like really good wrestler. Yeah. That was that's his character. True. Now he yeah. has a character. Yeah, now he's guy you don't want to sit next to on the bus because he'll just bore you with his Zen shit. Or he's a chef the way he dresses. It's funny because Triple H's thing was like, I want guys who look like they can throw. And like Tyler Bate doesn't really like look like he can throw. He can. He's in yeah, the he ring. Can. He's bad. In the ring, he looks like he can't. I know what you mean. I know yeah, what you, mean. you know, he always has that same shirt on. That I don't know. I don't know what the style of that is. It's got the single button up here. Yeah, he just had like a t-shirt on this interview. Oh, did he? Okay. I don't yeah, know he had a different shirt on. Through it. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad he got a different shirt. Uh, anyways, after that, we had Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. They're still a tag team. That's kind of Apparently. Uh, versus Ariana Grace and Kiana James. And then, of course, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark get the win here. Stark yeah. gets her finisher, tags and Lyons, hits that spin kick, and then does the thing where she teabags him for the win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we're in the parking lot, and Malik Blade and Idris Anofe are talking to someone in a red hoodie. Okay, so this is the second week we've seen this person in a red hoodie. What exactly. the fuck is this? And What's it going like on here? This person in the red hoodie is trying to convince them to vote for Joe Gacy for Superstar of the Year because they're saying they're not going to do it, especially after they did what they did to Cameron Grimes. Yeah. So it's like a Joe Gacy person. Seemingly. Or it's like NXT super fan of Joe Gacy. Maybe. So then uh, Grizzled Young Veterans walk up to them, said, Grimes had it coming. This world needs to change. And if you can't see that, we'll show you. And then they start brawling with Blade and Anofe. And then security breaks it up. And then Hank, Walk Hank Walker walks up. And they're like, hey, hey you hey. got a match. Hey, Don't worry about that. What, what, what the fuck are you guys doing over here? You guys want to smoke some weed? <laughs> I've got a match. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a match up next. <laughs> so we had a Oro Minash video package. That's, of course, uh, Oliver Carter. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's coming. 
phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and he's debuting next week. So that's that's great. Oro Manash. Mm-hmm. Interesting name. I wonder mm-hmm. what the etymology, what the origin story is. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting to hear. Oro Manash. Yeah. yeah uh, then we get a Grayson Waller interview. He says, uh, everybody knows that he's top superstar in NXT. And McKenzie says, well, here's the final four for superstar of the year. Toxic Attraction. Carmelo Hayes. Nikita Lyons. Nikita Lyons? What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Uh, and then Waller interjects, says, and me, thank you so much. And then McKenzie's like, no, Braun, Braun's the fourth nominee. He's champion after all. And Waller I says. I could think of like 20 people in 2.0 that would be above Nikita Lyons. Mm-hmm. And anyways, Waller says, fans suck. They don't know who a uh, uh, real talent is. I'm the face of this brand. Braun's been ducking me all year because he knows if I get a shot, I'm going to be champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Javier Bardal versus <laughs> Seth Rogen. And uh, this was great because Seth Rogen just walked to the ring in jeans. And, no like, music. He just, no music. He's just a dude, but he's so fucking over. Well, I liked that they, they, they explained it, that, you know, he is here as developmental talent, but since he's not ready yet, he has mm-hmm. to work security. Yeah, and that was the whole story here. Yeah, it was great. And they even referenced Wade Barrett mm-hmm. working security in mm-hmm. 2006. Yeah. Which is great because it puts a story behind all, like, you can go back in time and watch, like, weeks before 2.0 launch. You could see Braun Breaker, Trick Williams. Von uh, Wagner. Von Wagner as security guards in NXT, like, breaking up Samoa Joe and Adam Cole yep. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it's cool. They, they they made that canon now when you're developmental. You're a security guard. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yep, until you're ready to step in the ring, you got to work security. Uh, Hank Walker got the win here. Hits a Thez press, some ground and pound. Uh, takes his shirt off, hits some uh, corner splashes, and a diving form to get the W. Yeah, this was rad, man, because this crowd was really into it. And he's got that, he's got that, that face that, like, it's sort of I, it, in wrestler. Because I was looking at him, I was like, oh, okay, so he's like basically Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just rolled up into one person, mm-hmm. um, and then and also just all Seth Rogen rolled up into one person, but Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens, they kind of have that vibe, you know, like you could see them in those movies at the Seth Rogen. And yeah, his yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, th- this is great, man. This is awesome. You know, immediately they have somebody who's got like a very likable face. He's got that demeanor that you just know. Everybody knows this guy. Everybody knows a person like Hank Walker. Yeah. And, uh, and it's awesome for him. And I love when he took his shirt off. He's just an average Joe looking dude. And uh, and now that this was this was really good stuff. I really like this. Great start yeah. for him. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's cool. They're they're debuting new stars mm-hmm. in, in in interesting, new and interesting ways. The ground up, like yeah. the literal ground for this yeah. guy. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, we got a, a Saul Ruka video package after that, and then Braun wins Superstar of the Year. Not a huge surprise. Yeah, I win. And then we got our main event. It's supposed to be Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley, however. Mello and Trick slam Wesley's uh, head with a lock of door. He wasn't cleared by the trainer, so they come out, drop a promo. Trick says they're too good to be this humble, and that's why they're still on center stage. Mello says Wesley isn't going to make it tonight. Uh, he did Wes a favor. He says, I know dudes like Wesley. He's not built for this life. He doesn't have what it takes to be the A champ. He says, everybody in the back is praying for my downfall. Uh, and you got people coming from different brands, some foreshadowing there, to take what I've built. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, and I have the biggest crown and the heaviest head in NXT, and he's interrupted by Sol Sokoa. 
Yeah. Solo comes to the ring and just says, I told you, I got next. Love that. Uh, that was perfect. That was great because that whole time he was just saying, I got next, I got next. Yep. And finally he does. Yep. Um, Trick tries to get involved a couple times. Uh, he just ends up getting super kicked off the apron. Uh, Solo, or sorry, Mello looks for the springboard lariat. Solo catches him with a Uranagi. Follows with a top rope splash to get the win. New North America champion. I can't wait for fucking Friday now to see if if Carmelo Hayes shows up on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. God, talk about a fucking pit of snakes to jump into. You got the whole bloodline out there. You're going to try to wait for your shot against Solo Sokoa and piss off the Usos and Roman Reigns? I know. <gasps> Ooh. I know. That'll be good, man. That could, could be, be interesting. really good. Could be interesting. Uh, after that, we had a Shawn Michaels. Uh, so we had a, a video package about NXT, and Shawn Michaels did the voiceover for it. Of course, he's the head of creative there at uh, in developmental and, and, and mm-hmm. NXT. He writes all the episodes on his typewriter. Uh, and he oh, says, I, NX, he's got a legal pad he's writing these episodes on, man. <laughs> he's doing like the computer thing, like in that GIF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, NXT is always about developing future superstars, but their message to the fans will never change. We are NXT. And then the 2.0 logo <laughs> morphs into a black, gold, and white. Uh, logo uh so yeah that's cool It'd be interesting to see i mean is this gonna be taking place next week like is this gonna be an immediate thing what's going on with yeah this? i don't know i don't know nick khan can you tell us please i don't think we've there's been any information about uh although i just we have saw while we were yeah. while uh, brian alvarez said that the the next uh, premium live event halloween Havoc for nxt is getting the takeover branding back Ooh, wow cool so neat um, awesome. Let me check one. So, uh, Fightful Select did report yesterday that NXT will have a double taping this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're probably doing that to take the week to do the rebrand stuff. Yep. that's That makes sense. That makes sense now. It all comes together. Yep. Indeed. All right. Very cool, very cool. That's going to do it for this episode of Going Your Raw. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Later on tonight, we'll be doing our AEW post show recap so join us for that and then uh yeah tomorrow we'll have the smash zone friday uh another news episode we're gonna talk about impact wrestling as well that's right so thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.